Hello and welcome to Outnumber the Podcast. This is episode 55 and the one year anniversary of the podcast. This episode is going to be so cool because the kids are behind the microphones. Bonnie's kids are going to ask Audrey questions and Audrey's kids are going to ask Bonnie questions. But the funny part is that our moms have no idea what the questions are. It's going to be totally crazy, so buckle your seatbelts and get ready for the ride. Okay, so this is sort of scary, but before we turn the microphone over to the kids, we wanted to share a couple of things with you guys. We're so proud that we produced Outnumber the Podcast every week. Remember, we released three episodes the first week for a whole year through pregnancy, birth, sickness, travel, and so much more. Yeah, we've done this for free and we'll continue to produce free content for the foreseeable future because we love to do it. But we are also really excited to announce that we have launched a Patreon account so you guys, our loyal listeners, can support the podcast if you wish to do so. Yeah, we went back and forth on this for a long time, but we finally decided to give you, our listeners, the benefit of the doubt. You might be looking for a way to thank us for helping you through the podcast. Yeah, so we have three levels of support over on Patreon. You can visit patreon.com slash outnumbered, and we will link it in the show notes from now on so you know where to find it. The first level is the thank you level, and it's only $2 a month. So that means you recognize the superiority of our podcast due to how experienced we are as moms, and you just want to say <laughs> thanks for everything we've shared. This comes up to just $24 a year, and we would be so honored to have your support. The second level of support is $5 a month. And this comes with a super fun, exclusive bonus episode every month. The first one is already there and waiting for you. It's a candid behind the scenes what's really going on episode. And we know you're going to love it. You know, Bonnie, I still regret not editing out my worst thing that happened to me that month. But hey, it's real and we're going to go with it. (laughs) That's right. It was really fun to record too. Yeah. So the final level of support we're also really excited about because it's limited to only two patrons a month. And at this level, you'll receive a one-hour consultation with Audrey and I about whatever you want to talk about. And then one week later, you'll receive a 15-minute follow-up call to see how our advice is helping you. We've limited it to two patrons per month because our time is extremely limited and we want to be able to give, give these patrons the best quality time and content that we possibly can. So please and thank you check out these options. This podcast will always remain free. We love doing it but it's not effortless for us to produce. So we appreciate any level of support you can give us. Without further ado, here come the kids. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. See, I'm two years old. I'm two years old. How's Alice doing? How's Alice doing? She's right here and she's listening to you. Do you want to say a poem for Bonnie? Or do you want to say hi to Alice? Alice. (laughs) (laughs) she hears you do you want to say a poem for Alice say sometimes sometimes I give her help one day summer I did up and listen to me good job she said the poem sometimes for you and Alice that's so cute okay say bye bye to Bonnie bye 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 all done. Okay, now it's your turn. Stand up. Hi, Alice. Say hi. Hi. Are you ready to tell Audrey your question? Yeah. Okay. What did you for fun? Oh, for fun? I like to sew things on my sewing machine. And my two-year-old keeps asking me, Mommy, will you, will you sew me some new leggings? 
She really wants me to sew her leggings. So for fun, I sew stuff for myself and for my kids. What do you do for fun, Alice? You like to ride your bike? Yeah. <laughs> you have a bike? That's so yeah. cool. And Mimi. And Mimi has a bike and you guys ride together, huh? Oh, how fun. We need to get our two-year-old a bike. Thanks for your question, Alice. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Good job. Okay. Hi, Bonnie. I'm a five-year-old boy. Hi. I have a question about birds. I'm studying birds. What I want to know what kind of birds you have in Arizona. Oh, boy, that's a tricky one. <laughs> I need to study birds more in Arizona. But we at our house have lots and lots of pigeons. And you know what pigeons are famous for, right? No. Making a mess everywhere. They poop Poopy. everywhere. <laughs> but the other day we had a bird fall out of our tree and die and it landed on our hammock and the kids were trying to figure out what it was. And it was a dove, but it wasn't a white dove. It was a light gray dove and it was really, really pretty and we were very sad that it died. Say bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, so we've got Vivian here, and she say, tell them how old you are. I'm eight years old. Hi, Vivian. Maybe ask your question. What does your house look like? Oh, okay, that's a good question. On the outside, our house, our house is over a hundred years old. It was built a hundred over a hundred years ago, in 1916, and we know that because in the cement on the front step outside is 1916. So on the outside, our house is red brick. It's, it's not just red brick, it's a glazed brick. If you see those little poems of my two-year-old saying poetry, that, that kind of shiny red brick is that, what the outside of our house looks like. So the inside of our house has two levels. Downstairs, we have the entryway. It's always full of dirty boots because we live on a farm and the kids are always doing chores and coming in and kicking off their boots. And then you go into the kitchen, and if you go out the other side of the kitchen, we have a room we call the library. It's a little back porch, and it's full of books. The entire room is full of books. These aren't even homeschooling books. They're just books that the kids can read anytime they want. <laughs> they love it. From the kitchen, you can also go down to the basement, up to, upstairs, into our homeschool room, or into the dining room, or into the bathroom. <laughs> and then... We have the living room downstairs too. Upstairs we have a bathroom, a laundry room, and three bedrooms. So that's what our house is like. Cool. Cool, thanks. You're welcome. Good to talk to you. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, Bonnie. I'm eight years old, and I have a question. Hi, Bonnie, and I'm eight years old, and I have a question. Okay. What's your favorite sport? Ooh, my favorite sport. Okay, well, you're going to laugh at me, but I'm terrible at any sport where b balls fly at my face. So I don't really like basketball and I don't really like volleyball. <laughs> I'm okay at baseball, but what I love to do is anything track and field related. So high jumping. I guess that's it's sort of a sport. It's not a team sport, though. Thanks for telling me. Yeah. What about you? Do you have a favorite sport? Swimming. Oh, that's a very good one. I like that one too. Bye. Bye. Okay, I have a little one here. What's your name? Do you not have a name? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Is it Gertrude? No. Is it Rumpelstiltskin? No. What's your name? Is it Marilyn? Yeah. <laughs> How old are you, Mimi? Four. Okay, are you ready to ask your question to Audrey? Hi, Mimi. It's good to hear your voice. Why? No, don't be scared. She's not scary. Okay, she's just a mom. <laughs> so ask her your question. Ready? We'll say it together. What's your favorite fruit? That's what Mimi wants to know. Oh, I love this question because I really, really love fruit. When I, Since I was a little girl, maybe even your age, I always loved pears. They had to be very soft. You know, the kind you eat and they're juicy and the juice runs down your arm as you're eating it. They're so soft and juicy. <laughs> that used to be my favorite fruit. But as I grew up... I started to like raspberries more and more. One summer, I spent helping a lady pick raspberries in a field, and she would pay us by how many raspberries we picked, and we, we got to eat whatever we wanted. Maybe that's where my love of raspberries started. Hey, Mimi, what's your favorite fruit? Okay, ready, set. Apples. Oh, apples. <laughs> Ooh, we love apples around here too. We probably eat a bag every week of apples. Yep, we love them and it's the right season now, huh? Sometimes we dip them in peanut butter. Do you ever do that with your apples? Yeah. Isn't that nummy? So good, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> say, say bye bye. Okay, ready? Set. Bye bye. Thank you for talking to me today. I loved it. Thanks. Thanks. Good job. Hey, Bonnie. I'm Audrey's 11-year-old. Hey, how's it going? Great. I have a question for you. Okay, I'm ready. Is there a place you've always wanted to travel to? Ooh, that's an excellent question. So I am lucky because my husband and I have done lots of traveling so we've been to many countries in Europe, and we've even been to Israel and to Egypt. But I have never been to any other continent besides Europe and North America. So I would really love to go to another continent. Maybe, I guess I've technically been to Africa, but I'd love to go to Australia, or I would love to go to Asia. Any place in those two areas would be really fun because I've never been there. That would be so fun. How about you? Do you have a place you'd love to go to? Montana. It's, there's so much snow there. Yeah, Montana's beautiful. We have some family there and we love to visit. Skiing and sledding and tubing. and. Oh, yeah. So fun. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, you're welcome. Hi, I'm Juliet and I'm 10. Hi, Juliet. Nice to talk to you. I'd like to ask, what's your favorite book and why? Oh my goodness. I was hoping nobody asked me this question because it's so, so hard for me <laughs> to pick a favorite. But I tried to think, if, in case somebody asked me this answer, I tried to come up with one. So one book that I really love and have read almost every year, every other year since I was probably your age is... Little Women. Have you ever read that book by Louisa May Alcott? No. I know they have a movie and stuff coming out, but I just started reading that book when I was about your age, and I loved it so, so much. And I, I really still love it. It's about four, four girls 
and how they're grown up. And I still read it as an adult. Um, it's a really awesome book. Maybe you should add it to your reading list. Okay. Juliet's a pretty voracious reader, so she can probably get through it quick. Yeah, I, I, it's an advanced book, but if you're a voracious reader, I know you could do it. Okay, thanks. Thank you for asking me that question. Bye. Bye. Hi, Bonnie. Hello. Hey, I'm Audrey's 14-year-old, and uh, my question for you was, what, what, what car would you be driving if you weren't driving a big old van? Oh, this is an excellent question. I have thought many times about this question when I'm daydreaming driving something other than my giant van. So I would love a really nice crossover SUV. So, you know, like the the sleek looking SUVs that have four doors and like a lots of seats in the back, but they're really kind of contoured. They're not big and boxy. That's what I would love. So there's space for groceries and shopping bags, but uh, not for nine children. It would just yeah. be me. <laughs> Easy to park. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for asking me. Have a good one. Hi, I'm Finn and I'm six. Hi, Finn. Good to talk to you. What would you be if you weren't a mom? Oh, that's a really hard question because all I've ever been is a mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me think about it for a minute. You know what I think I might be? is a mountain climber. I would love to just climb up mountains. I don't know how I would get paid for it, or maybe I would just not have a job. But I would love to climb up, up, up into the high mountains out in the Rockies out west and maybe travel around the world, climb, climb, climb up high where you could just look around and see everything. I think that would be so totally cool. <laughs> Is that kind of a weird thing to be if you, if I'm not a mom? <laughs> you think that's cool? Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for asking me. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Toby. I'm 12. Hi, Toby. If you had a million dollars, what would you do with it? <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is such a hard question. Let me think. Let me give me a second. million dollars. Because, you know, people with... Nine kids never have any millions. <laughs> okay, here's what I would do if I had a million dollars. I would buy land and I would start building houses for all my kids all around me so that when they grow up and move out, because, you know, I have kids that are adults now and they're starting to move out, that if they wanted to, they could live in the houses close to us so we wouldn't ever have to break up our family. I, they could have their own private space, but we could still be close to each other. They could come over and visit us, and we could go over and visit them. Is that kind of a silly thing to do with a million dollars? No, that sounds cool. Sounds like a pretty typical mom thing to do, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <Family clubs. laughs> yeah. What, what you, if I did that, would you hang around, Toby? He's shaking his head. No. <laughs> you wouldn't want to live on our compound? Rude. <laughs> thanks for asking me. Okay, thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Hey, I'm Kira, and I'm eight. Hi, Kira. What does your homeschooling day look like? Let's see. So I sit down with my two-year-old, five-year-old, eight-year-old, and 11-year-old, and we start by doing our stuff together. We do sign language. We study one bird. We do poetry memorization. 
and that takes us all about an hour. And then the 11-year-old leaves, and she goes off and does her own stuff. And then I keep the 8-year-old. He writes his multiplication tables on the board, and the 5-year-old practices reading while the 2-year-old practices writing. Then, okay, so my older kids, they do school almost all by themselves. So they only come ask for help after lunch if they need it. Okay, so then after that kind of together time, then I help my eight-year-old with math if he needs it or my five-year-old with his math. And then it's getting pretty close to lunchtime. Um, oh, we do, we do the eight-year-old and the five-year-old do language arts together too with me. And the two-year-old, she, she thinks she's doing school, but she's really just kind of coloring a picture or whatever she's doing. And then three days a week we do science and they're studying birds and flying creatures for science and they love it. They beg to do science every day. After lunch, I kind of have my work hours and they keep working on reading and history and stuff they can do by themselves. And then the big kids, if they have any questions or need any help, that's their time to ask me any questions. And then we have an afternoon chore time where we clean up the house and get ready for supper. In the evening, some of the big kids might have extra reading or math or science or something, and they work on that, and I work on laundry and house stuff and all the rest. So that's basically right now what our homeschool day looks like. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Bonnie, this is uh, Audrey's 21-year-old daughter, and um, my question for you is I was wondering if you know – your Myers-Briggs personality type? Oh, this is an excellent question. And no, I have dabbled a little bit with it here and there, but I do not have a hard and fast idea of who I am. Yeah. Do you know any of the basics? Like, do you know if you're extroverted or introverted or? Um, yes, I do know that I'm an extrovert, or at least I was in my younger years. I think I'm getting more introverted as I age. Right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Do you mind if I kind of try to figure it out a little bit? Absolutely. Yeah, no, not at all. Let's let's hear it. Okay, so the second function you may know is sensing or intuitive, S or N. And um, in a broad way, sensors are generally more interested in the concrete world and um, expressing themselves in that. And then int intuitives are generally more interested in ideas and uh, expressing themselves in the world of ideas. And um, so do you, I mean, I know that's kind of a broad general. Yeah, um, that's a good question because I do like to, I do like to talk about theories and that sort of thing, but I definitely think I'm generally more of a concrete person. So that's a sensor. Is that what you say? Yeah, that would be sensing. And then the, um, the third letter is T or F, which stands for thinking or feeling. And that's, um, that's not necessarily about being like cold and logical versus, you know, warm and caring it's more about um do you make decisions with um you know uh, thinking things through objectively or do you make decisions by kind of your gut and um feelings and um make decisions with you know what feels right to you instead of um thinking it through objectively and being really objective when you're making decisions oh that's a good question too i think generally i'm fairly objective in my thinking, but Audrey and I have talked a lot about um, sensing when you have to make a decision. And so I have made quite a few gut decisions that have really kind of drastically altered 
our lives just because they felt right. So I think I'm an objective thinker who's also allowing myself to listen to my gut. So I think that's pretty good, right? Yeah, that is very balanced, which is ideal, of course. Um, oh, good, good. I, I know there's not yeah. a bad personality to have, but... <laughs> right, of course. Yeah, it depends. But um, generally, um, statistically, most of the time, women tend toward the feeling side and men tend toward the thinking side, which is, you know, uh, kind of makes sense because of yeah, the way... that makes a lot of sense. Men and women are. And then the last function is um, judging versus perceiving. So J or P. And that um, a lot of times that's categorized as being organized versus being non-organized. But really what it's about is the way you see the world. So do you kind of let yourself go with the flow and do things as they come up? Or do you um, like set outcomes for yourself and then work toward those? Is your internal, like the way you structure your mind, is that more structured or is it kind of more unstructured? Um, judgers tend to be more structured. Yeah, I do not go with the flow. Things are my way or mm -hmm. the highway. Like I have them set and structured and actually is something I need to work on because when things fall out of my control or my structure or schedule, then it's bad. <laughs> so I think I'm definitely that side of things. You would be um, just judging by... Your com what I know of your communication style and um, what you've told me, you would be ESFJ or ESFP. Um, ESFJs are um, the very social, um, very organized kind of cheerleader types who are all about encouraging others and making sure others' goals and needs are met. And then ESFPs um, tend to be a little more aware of... Um, well, sometimes they're categorized, especially when they're younger, as kind of being partiers because they're very aware of their physical situation and the way things are around them. And they like to be very active in the world around them and take advantage of situations that bring joy and bring pleasure to them. So your personality being a little more extroverted, um, I will tell you, I've kind of figured out mom's and hers is ISFJ. And that is um, similar to ESFJ, of course, because they share a lot of um, um, functions and way they think. But the ISFJ being introverted is a lot more supportive and protective. It's kind of like a guardian type. And mm -hmm. so um, it seems like you and mom, as far as the podcast goes, work really well together because, um, because of your more extroverted communication style. You keep things going and upbeat and kind of flowing. And then mom likes to kind of go deep sometimes and dig into the details of things or, you know, know specifics about one thing. And that can be interesting to give input in. But then, you know, the balance of introverted and extroverted and the fact that you guys are similar in a lot of ways definitely makes it interesting and keeps it upbeat and fast paced. Yeah, that's really fascinating. So no wonder we get along because we have three areas or functions that are very, very similar, but then we also complement each other because of the introvert-extrovert thing. So that's very cool. Thanks for sharing. Thank you for answering my question. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for asking. Bye. How did we do? If you think we're awesome, leave a review on iTunes. We're going to be nagging your moms to tell us what people think of us. 
Yeah, and go support them on Patreon, too. They work really hard on the podcast and deserve to be thanked. You can email our moms at outnumberthepodcast at gmail.com. And sometimes they put cute pictures of us up on Instagram at outnumberthepodcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. Hang on, hang on. Hello. I got a kid coming in. Oh. Hey. Goodbye. Get out. Do not come in here. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> Go ahead. Now that's what should be our intro. Get out. You're not welcome. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Take two. Okay. <laughs>